As I said at the beginning of Mass, one part of our parish motto is think like Jesus. Of course, we believe that Jesus is God who came down from heaven to live among us. So when we say think like Jesus, we're really saying that through the grace and mercy of God, our minds can actually become conformed to his. And in the first reading, we hear that we do need this mercy and healing because, naturally speaking, we do not think as God thinks. The Lord spoke directly to Isaiah, saying, My thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways. He continues, As high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my ways above your ways, and my thoughts above your thoughts. Again, by nature, human beings do not think like God thinks. And the reason for this is primarily because we are sinners. And sin distorts the way our minds work. Original sin distorts the way our minds work, but our own personal sins make it even worse. Those personal sins that we commit further distort our thinking. This leaves a huge gap between the way we think and the way God thinks about life. The gospel reading that we heard makes us feel the reality of this gap. The parable of a landowner hiring servants offends our sense of what is fair. Some of these workers worked hard for an entire day in the heat of the day, and some showed up working for only an hour, perhaps even less. And in the end, the ones who show up at the very end receive the exact same wage as those who worked the entire day. Viewed in a worldly and economic sense, this gospel will again strike us as being very unfair, very unjust. But the purpose of this gospel is not merely about just and unjust economic models, but about the generosity of God represented by the landowner. The purpose of this gospel is to show us that God's generosity cannot be boxed in to our own conceptions of what is fair and what is unfair. The purpose is to show that generosity and grace is high above all of our notions of fairness. When the laborers who had worked all day approached the landowner to complain, he diagnoses a deep problem within them. He asks them, Are you envious? Because I am generous. The workers who worked all day in the hot sun were envious because others received something they felt they didn't deserve. When we're envious and jealous, we tend to look around at what everyone else has and compare ourselves to other people's lot in life. We start to say, 
It's unfair that some people were born into a better situation than other people were born into. When jealousy and envy shape the way we see the world, we tend to focus on what everyone else has and we compare ourselves then to other people. The jealous, again, tend to focus on ways that they've gotten the short end of the stick. We're especially seeing this show up in young people. Young people uh, sort of being taught to perceive that any time there's an inequality, it must be because there was some terrible injustice that was done. But this gospel shows us that not all inequality is the root of an injustice. It can challenge those ways that we think. The way to push back against this jealousy, and we've talked about this so much before, is gratitude. The grateful-hearted person's mind is not on what other people have, but they see everything that they have as a blessing. As you interpret the parable, as you interpret this, don't forget this important point. Don't forget that the landowner had no obligation to hire anybody that day. None of the workers had a right to be hired by that particular landowner. They received even this opportunity as a grace. Next time you begin to fret about some of the unfairness that you perceive in your own life, remember this story. Our human ways of thinking, they keep us focused on our rights and what we deserve. God's ways of thinking focuses our attention on how we've been blessed. Everything that we have is a gift. Even our life is a gift. So much of what we have is not what we deserve, but what God has provided us out of his generosity. Of course, and we've talked about this before, our gratitude towards God is most properly expressed through the Eucharist. God knows how crucial gratitude is for us to feel grateful and for us to have a happy life. And so he made an act of gratitude the very center of our faith. Of course, the word Eucharist means thanksgiving. Gratitude is so crucial that God made gratitude the center of our faith. Offering the bread and wine of the Mass is the way that he has asked us to thank him for all of the blessings that we've received, but most especially the gift of eternal life, which he offers all of us. As we prepare the altar for this sacrifice today, call those things to mind. Call those things to mind. Call those blessings to mind so that each of us can experience the joy of knowing that we're blessed and to be free from some of these thoughts of envy and jealousy. Of course, by receiving this Eucharist, we enter into Holy Communion with the Lord, and it's through that communion where our minds will become transformed to think about the world as God thinks about the world so that we can live like him in this world.